Hi guys, hi girls, I'm Emily. And not so long ago, my life has taken a turn. I'm sure that all of you know about superheroes. Spider-Man has webs and the ability to climb walls. Iron Man is able to invent anything given the chance. I used to adore those characters because they could do all sorts of cool stuff. But not so long ago, I got a superpower of my own. I was 13 when it all started. I was just an ordinary, inconspicuous schoolgirl. I always studied well, but was too shy and had no friends. Truth be told, I never actually communicated to my classmates at all. Often, I sat alone during lunch break, and when I tried joining any company, nobody noticed that. The girls continued to talk to each other, as if I were never there. Usually I would stay in class during breaks, because no one ever bothered to invite me to play or take a walk. So I just sat there, wiping my tears and preparing for the next class. Physical education was my least favorite class, because no one ever wanted me in their basketball team or volleyball team. And on one rare occasion, I got to the playing field. I was only taken to fill the team. Besides, I'm not the brightest player, and my playtime usually ended with a basketball to the head. And that, I assure you, was very painful. The situation at home wasn't much better. You see, I had two sisters and a younger brother. Therefore, my parents were usually too distracted to pay attention to me. My brother is quite a hyperactive child, and he must be constantly monitored so that he doesn't break anything. Mary is my older sister. She is very smart and well-read. My sister is a regular participant of a number of annual school competitions. So mom and dad are very proud of her. They hope that she becomes famous in academia and bring honor and glory to our family. My younger sister Patricia is a restless but very talented girl. My parents have high hopes for her. They are sure that Pat has all the makings to become a star someday. She is 12 and she already looks like a movie actress. She's tall and slender with large blue eyes and curly blonde hair. She doesn't only look like an absolute doll. She also has some considerable talent. Pat is already a school theater star, and all her peers are in love with her. And then there's me, an awkward child to say the least. I'm not smart enough to be in academia, and not beautiful enough to become a star. Besides, I'm quite self-sufficient and need no extra care. So my family members aren't actually paying much attention to me. Therefore, I just come home, grab some food and go to my room day after day. Fortunately, each of us has a room of his or her own so that we can have some precious time alone. Only I am alone at all times. As you can see, I always have those big headphones, dark makeup and brown hair. I'm not a goth though. I was pretty comfortable with such a life until something happened to me. Somehow I managed to fall in love, for real, for the first time in my life. And my feelings were so strong that I could not imagine a day without that boy. His name was Robert, and he was from a nearby school. He was just recently transferred to our town, and I was immediately smitten by him. You see, Rob was the true embodiment of male beauty. A tall, slender, muscular, dark-eyed brunette. He overshadowed everyone around him. I could not stop staring at him when he was nearby. But the teachers seated him next to Linda, the most beautiful girl in our class. She was sure to charm him soon, and I obviously didn't want that to happen. 
So you see, I was almost forced to act. I couldn't just allow Linda to take Rob. Yes, she was beautiful, slim and smart, but I was sure she would never love him as much as I did. And I experienced love in its purest form. So I came up with a plan and brought my only friend Rita into the process. She is just as mousy as me. We often walked together after school, sometimes did homework at her place, and sometimes sit in a cafe after school. Rita also had a number of brothers and sisters, so her parents paid as much attention to her as mine did to me. The first step of my plan was to make Rob like me. I haven't actually made the second or the third step because I already had problems with the first. You see, I had absolutely no idea how to impress a boy. So Rita tried to help me. She found out Linda was going to host a cool party the following weekend. Linda's parents were out of town. They went on a visit to her grandma, and Linda was left all alone at their own great big mansion. Naturally, she hosted a grand party. Now Rita and I had to somehow sneak into it. No one cared to invite us. I decided to act and went to talk with Linda the very next day. I spent five full minutes standing near her desk until one of her friends pointed at me. Linda asked me what I wanted with a disgruntled voice. I asked her for two invitations, for Rita and myself. Linda pulled a face, but allowed us to come and turn back to her friends. That short conversation was very stressful for me, and I had to take a deep breath afterwards. Just at that moment, Rob entered the class and sat near Linda. She looked at him with eyes of love, and he looked back. That was very painful to watch, so I looked away, but I was still determined to make him notice me. And then the weekend came. I told my parents that I would be back late, or even the next morning, but they paid no attention to my words. Mom continued with her TV quiz, and Dad just sat in the kitchen, absent-minded. Anyway, I put on my own bright dress, that is, my only dress that wasn't black or gray, and left the house. Rita was already waiting for me at the door. She and I were both scared, because we had never been to parties. The road to Linda's house was a real challenge to both of us. Funny thing is, we met a lot of our classmates along the road, but no one said hello. They behaved like we were non-existent. But that wasn't really important. The only one important to me was Rob. We went through the open door and felt as if we'd left the known world. Some of the boys and girls were dancing. Others were hugging and kissing each other nearby. Several pouring strong drinks and some, and some even organized a rap battle with very real bets. Everyone had a lot of fun. Rita and I went to the second floor unnoticed. And there we found Rob already with Linda. I stood next to them for some time and listened to them talking, but they didn't appear to see me. It seemed like there was a wall between us. Finally, I got up the courage and lightly touched Rob's shoulder. He turned around and asked what I want. I hesitantly asked him to dance. Linda looked at me, bewildered. Then she and Rob exchanged glances and started laughing out loud. That was incredibly humiliating. I flew down the stairs and ran out of Linda's house. Once again, I was just an invisible girl for everyone around, even for the boy I loved. I came home in tears, but no one noticed my condition. My parents and siblings celebrated Mary's victory in the latest school competition. I ran into my room and locked the door. 
Now I was left all alone except for Yaki, my beloved fluffy white cat. So I just laid there hugging Yaki for a long, long time until the cat tried to escape my embrace. I let him go, then climbed onto the windowsill and looked at the stars. By that time, it was already dark. I looked at the stars and dreamed that someday, I would definitely become great. Someday, I would have a superpower that would shake the world. Rob would most definitely be impressed by it and love me 100%. I wish to be special, to be great, to be the one and only. They say that wishes made on a shooting star tend to come true. Well, my wish did come true, but in a very special way. Anyway, I wish to get a superpower. And at that very moment, Yaki jumped onto the window seal. He looked at me, then at the shooting star, then again at me, and stood still. My cat has different colored eyes, and at that moment, they were also full of sparks. I felt mesmerized. I could not take my eyes off those sparks, so I just sat there, watching. Then I blinked and everything returned to normal. Yaki just sat there, fawning on me as usual. So I pet him, jumped off the windowsill, and went to bed. Unfortunately, I couldn't sleep for another two hours or so. I spent that time praying for a superpower. And when I finally fell asleep, I saw a dream about Rob. In a dream, we dated, and that was awesome. The morning started in a usual way. I woke up, got dressed, went down to the kitchen, and sat down at the table. Mom was cooking some pancakes, but she seemed not to notice me at all. At first, that didn't really surprise me. But then my sisters and brother came to the table. Mom fed them all. Even Dad managed to grab a pancake. But I was left without a breakfast. Besides, no one greeted me, even though they usually did. I felt very offended, so I got up, left the table, and went to school hungry. At school, I went to Linda and greeted her myself. But she jumped in surprise, asked who was there, looked through me and ran away in fear. I was so confused. That looked like a joke. But Linda's emotions were so very real. I decided to wash up just in case and went to the toilet. There I washed up, looked at the mirror, and saw no reflection whatsoever. I washed up once again in case of hallucinations or a weird daydreaming episode. But the mirror reflected everything except me. I ran away from the restroom in horror, hitting several pupils on my way out. They got up and looked around surprised as if they were hit by an actual ghost. I wasn't sure what to do. Maybe I was actually a ghost. Maybe I died at night and never really felt that. Yet then I leaned on a tree and my arm didn't pass through it. I concluded that I was actually alive but somehow unnoticeable. And then I remembered the shooting star and Yaki's eyes. And I understood everything. Somehow, I got what I wanted. Now, I had an actual superpower. I was an invisible girl. Subscribe to the channel in order not to miss the next episodes of the series. 